This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, stupid nerds, the download the uh, Boogie Monster with. With Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone, so you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Oh, speaking of TV. When Kyle and Dave uh, sort it out. You know what happens tomorrow? I brought some goddamn weed. I mean, we can go as long as you want and then chop it or whatever, but... Listeners don't know we paused. But, like, seriously, I think... All they're hearing is that you said, you know what's on TV? Oh, no, I know. But I think... I think this topic deserves more than what we have right now. Well, you just told that to the listeners, Dave. Oh, did you turn it on? Yeah. You fucking idiot. I'm a trickster. I'm a fucking trickster, Dave. I'm a trickster. Ah. I'm a trickster. And you're right. It does deserve more. Because it's fascinating. But we just decided on this topic last night. And I I had a bunch of shit to do. It's on the board. Well, I know. But Skinwalkers, (laughs) demonic possession, astrology slash full moon. Which the board's old. We got the board. The board's kind of old. But Skinwalker's is on there, so we've been thinking about thinking about it for a while. I, yeah, I've been thinking about thinking about it, but I didn't think about it until last night when I started thinking about it. Well, that's what sets us apart from other podcasts. Well, that's we're just real in the moment. Your opinion, man. <laughs> we're not trying to. What are you doing? We're not trying to get like in your face with a bunch of information that we looked at for a while. Where are you going tomorrow, by the way? What? Where are you going tomorrow? Where are you fucking going? I'm going to Carl's Jr. Where are you going? I got uh, Boise. <coughs> but the, uh, when this comes out, I will have com- I will have come to Boise. I wasn't trying to set you up for plugs. I was just. With all your can't de- plug it when it's in the future. With all your debauchery, I plug, was just unplug the past. Yeah, I'm drinking true. and smoking weed, and uh, my flight's at six thirty a.m. So if you listen to this, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, and I sucked last Wednesday, whatever. I'm not a violent man. Well, I I have been. I you're a real GS. <clears throat> you're a real GSD type of dude. What did we? Th- yeah, get you done. But you know who I want to punch in the face oh, with all my might? All right. Well, I mean, can I guess? It's a fairly long list. Yeah. The five people who didn't help you jumpstart your car. The man walking through the airport with a neck pillow installed around his neck. What? Oh, Why God. Just boom! What? Right, what? no, not a. Don't say anything. No, nothing. Just walk up and wham. But that's and that's what you get, Mister Adult, for walking in public 
with a neck pillow. Why does it? What, but it's where they sell neck pillows, Dave. It's the airport. Mm-mm. It's the only acceptable place to have a neck pillow. It's there's no acceptable. I'll allow it on the plane. If you gotta have a neck pillow, think about it. Ooh. I've been carrying other stuff. Nope. I'm gonna go up against you on this one. I don't nope. even have a neck pillow. I'll I mean, p- I haven't punched you in the one face. that I never you. You're one of my dearest friends. I'll punch you in the face. You'll punch if, me in the face for less. If I see you with a neck for pillow, less, you'll punch me in the face. Oh God. And I don't know what that says about me, but man, that just annoys it me. It says you got a lot of unresolved issues. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's it's that guy's got unresolved. Fine. What's wrong with I'm neck fine. Pillow? What's wrong with the neck pillow? Ugh. Why? Just I think if if anybody could exactly. appreciate exactly could appreciate why uh, trying to correct their posture would be the guy why? who sleeps in a van. Why? Because you ever you ever sleep on you ever got long flights? You don't because you drive. You have the convenience of sleeping in, in your motor transportation. Captain Twinkle Toes gotta have a neck pillow, and I can't even take it off when I leave the plane. It's because there's oh god. All right, are we still I'll calm down? Are we on? I'm all right. Episode one or episode two? Episode one. Really? Yeah. Oh, I paused it. <laughs> you you paused shit. it. I didn't. We didn't pay I off. The, we didn't pay off the pause. To get like Star Wars, where it's like one basic story of a dude and his shitty dad didn't get along, and now we're fucking forty years later. <laughs> most most dude and his bad dad stories don't last forty years, but we still got to sit through a new fucking Star Wars. I didn't pay off what I was excited. Yeah, about. what were you excited about? This is the Glad con- you listen through the ne- till, till next week. No, this is still episode one. We'll see. We'll see. The continuity is not going to work out because of when we release these. The continuity we'll- never works out. Let's be honest. But in, in as we speak right now, we're hanging on your words. As we, we speak. had a pause. They don't in this. If they listen uh, straight through, they have no idea that I went and pissed. I sat down to pee because I had such a big fart. I like was like I didn't want to take any chances. <laughs> They, but they don't know that. Remind me to tell you about the poem that I incorporated into one of my show posters. Okay. Speaking of fart and is it, chances. Is it, is, is, is it rhyme with heart? Well, forgive you, me, forgive me from the bottom of my heart. No. But it's along those lines. I came out the other end. Well, I go, you want me to go ahead and talk about it? This, <laughs> this is something that needs to be heard. No, I'll talk about that later. All right. What I'm excited about, Fargo starts tomorrow, season three. I don't get real excited about many TV shows. Tomorrow in the way the world works or tomorrow in the way podcasts work? The world. As we are sitting here right now. In, April 19th. In our moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get, I I don't get enough, worked up. I haven't seen enough stories to, get a, to, know the, to understand the plot yet, but I like everybody involved. I, don't, I know very little about it as well, but I, just, I trust them. I trust those guys. Seasons one and season two, wow. amazing television. I just you were excited about it before. You were people were people were uh, asking questions about all these little chestnuts. What do they call them? Easter eggs. Easter eggs. I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't dislike chestnuts. That's but I like the idea. I like the, the, the Easter eggs. But I, I think it's Easter egg because you, people hide them and then people find them. I don't think that's going on with chestnuts. <laughs> Let's 
Let's for one brief moment imagine that this mm-hmm. is just still part of episode one. It is. It is. Walkers. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about this. Uh-huh. Now, it's very, like, <clears throat> is it, like, how every culture has a creation myth? Mm-hmm. Like, every culture has an idea of a god. <clears throat> and that was just one. This is, honestly, one of the things that when I took a philosophy class in... Community college, having been raised haphazardly Catholic. So, all right, I know this isn't the real deal, but I don't know anything else out there. Mm -hmm. And then taking a philosophy class at community college at 18, we're like, well, no, aboriginals believed in that. They all have the same, very similar idea of what God was like they all have the same stories it's amazing which ones came to prevalence is that a word prevalence mm-hmm. yeah very much so okay you're questioning it made me doubt myself but no fucking prevalence is a real word but we're entering this is the stone second half the first half was no. whiskey fueled mm-hmm. just you wait and see Dave I'm gonna ask you questions and before we know it we're gonna be we're going to be a fucking foot deep in this. Dude, you wait and see. I'm going to ask you so many questions. <laughs> well, let's, well, no, okay. Maybe, well, maybe the second one's starting, starting uh, heavier than normal. But every, every single civilization had a creation myth. Every single one sat there as rudimentary human beings going, why, how did we get here? Uh-huh. They were all very similar stories. Your phone just went off like yeah. a fucking amateur. Yeah, I know. Like a fuck. Who's calling you? I'm probably one of my bitches. Really? <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said I'm that. Like, no. You uh, laughed so yeah. quick afterward. Why wouldn't they have similar theories about the afterlife? I mean, like, <clears throat> or about witches or about mm-hmm. ghosts. We're talking about skinwalkers. This mm-hmm. is the scariest thing of a human form. Mm-hmm. Being able to take on the shape of an animal, you know, why wouldn't that be prevalent? Like, like, but the idea of what if a skidwalker took on the form of a French bulldog? That'd be funny. Speaking of which, did you get that that clip of the French bulldog? They have, and that's why they're not doing a good job. They're like, "Oh, these aren't people aren't scared of these." Did I send you the clip? Also, France didn't exist of the French bulldog, Native American history, eating his way out of a watermelon. What? I follow animal addicts on Instagram. Such high hopes for this. And the other day, they posted a video of a French bulldog. Sitting inside of half of a watermelon, and he was just eating his way out. Well, what were you going to do inside of a watermelon, Dave? Speaking of hollow earth. All right. (laughs) This is no world. There's only one way to get out. Does it? We, there's what, what, no, there's no way is the second episode. What, I really set you, this up for a whole other hour. Dude. What did you just ask me? I well, five, five. everything you've been rambling on for the last five minutes. Yeah, say that again. 
Listen to me close. All right. I'm, I'm zoned in. If every civilization uh-huh. had an idea of how we got here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Every continent, every population. <clears throat> I'm saying, the, well, it's a Navajo history uh-huh. that skinwalkers are uh, witches or, uh, you know, shamans that decided to, uh, I don't know if it's a decision, but they can take on these forms. And it's very easy when it's another culture to be dismissive mm-hmm. of their supernatural. Tell me about it. You know, like, oh, man. So, I mean, Navajos believe fucking this stuff. But I don't know. But yet, we're going to sit back and go, yeah, no, ghosts. Like, no, when you die, your your energy just inhabits the place that's still there. Mm -hmm. That's going to sound dumb as shit to try and explain it to aboriginals or indigenous people of anywhere else. So maybe I'm saying, is... The idea of creation, that everybody has an idea of a god. There's a god for every civilization has an idea of a god. Is that true, and, by the way? Well, I, 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 mean, I would like to be told something else. Or is that just something you made up? Well, have you heard of any civilization that's completely atheist? That's what I'm asking. I don't know of one. Mm-hmm. So if there is one, then it'd be worth studying. Okay. But if there's no civilization, civilization that's totally atheist, it means there's no civilization that also doesn't believe that death is the end. Uh-huh. Is that human consciousness, is that the continuity between all human beings that whatever chemical makeup in your mind will not allow you, you know, that you came from something mm-hmm. and that you'll still exist? Is that a chemical similarity between all human beings on Earth that our brains operate in the same way, or is it because it's actually true? Like, is the fact that you have consciousness Mm -hmm. means you have to believe in a God and you have to believe there's something after death? Because otherwise it means nothing. If there's none of that, honestly, if there's no results after you die, what's to stop you from being a fucking psychopath? If you know that once you die... You don't exist anymore. It's the same as it as it was before you were born. Mm-hmm. What stops you from being a fucking psycho? Like that story that happened. All right, we're, to, we're talking about Alex. We tried to talk about Alex Jones before. He's in a custody battle for his kids, and now his lawyer is arguing that he's just a character. His whole thing's just a character. All the conspiracy, all that shit. He's just entertainment. But in real life, he's a regular guy, nice guy, so he should be able to have his kids. Meaning, yeah, there's no result to just being a fucking guy out there saying Sandy Hook was fake. He's the pro wrestler of... Yeah, no, exactly. Fucking very much so, yes. Yeah. But then there's another story that happened in Ohio where this guy just snapped. and It was a Facebook video where he just killed an old guy and went on the run. Yeah. Because he just snapped. And then he killed himself. They did. I think he, they that the police, happened today, the right? Cornered him, cornered him, and they killed himself. If you truly believe that nothing happens after you die, uh huh. Why wouldn't you just do whatever right now? And if guilt ever crept in, you just kill yourself because then it, there's no. It just resets the zero. Maybe your concern for your quality of life while you're alive? 
But if you think there's no consequences in the end, everyone around you, every single person around you is going to die anyway, and they won't know what happened. There will be no this. Mm-hmm. No us talking. Like nothing. If I fucking killed you or you killed me right now. Well, that's predicated on the concept of he's that guy is willing to kill himself at any moment. But if he doesn't yeah. want to kill himself, even if he doesn't believe that nothing happens when he dies and there is no afterlife, he still may be concerned about his current earthly quality of life, meaning I, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in jail. But there would be no jail. There would be a jail. What do you mean? But if you're in jail, like, that's the thing. Like, I did what I wanted. This feeling's great. As soon as that feeling goes away, I kill myself. Well, that's what I'm saying. Outside of the... But why, the notion would, why that he, would you just do the thing that is the most pleasurable and then die immediately afterwards? I don't know. Which is going back to the idea that every civilization, is it control? Is it population control? That you have to tell every civilization that somebody wise enough is like, no, come up with a system. Like, If you're bad now, you'll be punished later. Like just to control populations. How does so that control? Idea, oh, you mean I, I'm thinking of population control, no, meaning no, no, the number, not like not like num- yes. not numbers, but morally. Yeah, well, that's the that's the concept of religion. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. is religion a entirely fake concept to control societies? Is that what you're asking me? That's what took this long to ask. Well, me? no, I mean we're getting, no, I'm, uh-huh. I'm coming around to it myself. Okay, but is or is it if every society has an idea of how it started? Is that just to back up the control part? Is is the whole idea of Jesus being born and him being a good dude and people following him? <clears throat> I'm speaking in very rudimentary Catholicism because I don't know everything else. And then, but his dad was like, oh, but you got to give yourself up. And all these lessons learned is that all just to enforce the Ten Commandments. The whole fucking Bible is just to be like, don't steal, don't cheat on your wife, don't kill people. Like, is that a very long book translated over and over and over again just to enforce some don't be a dick rules? Or is the beginning story... Also, like all the other details, all the bullshit around it is also relevant. Maybe not relevant, but I'm saying we're talking about skinwalkers, uh-huh. or we're trying to. <clears throat> is that element just a part of like, oh, somebody did something bad, so this person's going to come and sneak up on you and creep up on you? Ghosts, very prevalent. Like, if you believe in the Bible, you, you, you'll believe in ghosts. Well, that's... So if you're a very uh, traditionally Native American, you'd believe in skinwalkers. Hey, Christians, don't do bad stuff because then you'll, when you die, you'll go to hell and burn for yeah. eternity. Hey, Navajos, <clears throat> go to bed and obey your parents or else the skinwalkers are going to come get you. But that's what I'm saying. It's white people have learned about another culture, and we watched <clears throat> our pal Moshe Kasher's show, Problematic, tonight. Uh-huh. It was a premiere, and... I think it's going to do good things. I think not only is it a comedy show, but I think it's going to do good things. But it's along some of these lines that why be like, we're sitting here freaking out over skinwalkers. 
But if there was like, like, oh, churches are haunted, it'd be like, oh, yeah, fucking jerk off motion. Yeah, of course churches are haunted because old Catholics sitting there after a few gulps of wine and see something wander around in the strategically designed creepy-ass churches. Mm-hmm. You know? But Indians, sorry, Native Americans are out in the plains with nothing but trees and shadows around them. Eating whatever the fuck is growing out of the ground. Well, I ate that plant, and that's when I saw my great-grandmother. So that's real now. <laughs> I mean, did anything I just... I yes, went on no, for a long time. No, no, I, I was following for a while. You. I was following you. Um, as a person, and we, we kind of touched on this a few episodes back on the spirituality episode, uh, the one that uh, also... Uh, Can always be a spirituality episode. Springboarded a family argument. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> hey, <laughs> listen at your own risk. Yeah. Uh, just, this would be a good... Don't. Ooh, what a good... What a good. Hey, listen at your own risk, everybody, but mostly Dave's mom. Love my folks. I love them. Got a great relationship with them. But I don't do com. I don't. I do. My comedy, my creativity, and what I find worthy of speaking about is not geared towards your church friends. And I don't care what they think. I think I'm sorry. I don't care what they I think. I think every single generation man. should never be on the absolute even plane with their parents. Mm-hmm. That's not what progress is. That's true. That's a whoa. That's a great point. That's not what moving forward. You, I, you're not supposed to understand your kids totally. Yeah, and if you do, like, oh no, we all believe the same things. You raise shitty kids. Mm-hmm. You raise kids that don't challenge anything they're told ever. Take it from me, a guy who's never going to have kids. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like, and a good parent realize, oh, I did this to my parents. Okay, you know what? I get it. But then that's you understanding your kids, mm-hmm. and that's not what you're supposed to do. Yep. It's complicated. I cut myself off My to, to answer your question. As a guy who doesn't necessarily buy into religion as a concept or God yeah. as a concept, I, I, I'll just say it. I'm agnostic. I'm not flat-out atheist. Yeah, I'm agnostic. Mm-hmm. I've always said I'm smart enough to know that I don't know. I think that if you want to believe in Bigfoot, that already proves that you're agnostic. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same people that don't have proof that God exists, but they're going to keep that door open. Mm-hmm. So, right on. So, as a guy who is agnostic, I feel that what you were saying or alluding to is correct. I feel like religion was put into place to... Not control society, but to keep – and here's the other thing. Some people need that. Some people walking around need to believe that there are eternal consequences for their actions. So, yes, I feel like religion was put into play and established to keep society civil. Think about – But I don't think it's relevant – to your soul or your how you're going what happens in the no, afterlife. Not the end game. But if you think like oh everything is rewards like rewards and punishment. Mm-hmm. 
And we're people that live in the middle. I don't want to work that hard to get a reward because I don't give a fuck about the reward, but I don't want to be punished. Every day job I've had, let me just exist in the fucking middle. I don't want to get promoted. I don't want to have to do more stuff. What was the saying you used to say about day jobs that I thought was really great? About like a comedian having a day job. You can have my body. Oh, you can have my body, but you can't have my mind. Like I would always do physical work. Yeah. Because if it was just lifting boxes, I could like listen to headphones or like like I think about whatever I wanted to think about as long as the boxes went in the right place. Yeah. And that's where, like, when I first started comedy, I was like, I, I had, like, like decent warehouse jobs, and I was making, like, decent day job money, and, like, and also, I just listened to music and wrote. I just had a notepad, and just, I, like, would label boxes and put them on trucks, and so I could just... You'd write at work? Yeah, like, they would, uh, they would come down a belt, and I would do the UPS processing, label them, like, where they're going, and then load up skids and put them on trucks, but the whole thing was so, like... Uh, it was just a factory line. Mm-hmm. It was great. That was exactly me with landscaping. Yeah, it's fairly mindless. It's just my whole day is still filled with every thought I want to have. Mm-hmm. It's never like, nope, this brain belongs to the company, and also physically I'm sedentary, so it makes me have to work on my brain. It really office out like you physically. Oh, my brain's the only thing that's excited right now. Because you're sedentary. Mm-hmm. But where did that come from? I have no idea. The first half of this was drunk. This second half, real stoned. I had a fucking, oh, I'm crush your fucking thought. What were you saying before you asked me what happened? What happened what? Damn it, you did it again. I was talking about religion as a concept. Oh, that's right. To control Think about society. it in your school. Like, like, everything's a reward. That if you do good, you get some candy. If you do bad, you get a detention. That's that's religion. Like it, it is. This all ties back to skinwalkers somehow. My argument to wrap up this real quick. My counterpoint to the concept of religion is my internal human spirit is what. Makes me do right or yeah. wrong. Morals, not morals, not reward or punishment. Because you think at this time here and now, things should be good for all of us. If this is only momentary, for every let's all person you see, let's all enjoy it and let's all be kind to each other. But the idea of working, of you doing something beyond what you want to do, so it's good for everyone, which I guess is socialism. Is a lost concept in a lot of people. And I think that that is what it is. Like, I wonder if there's devoutly religious socialists. Because hmm. the concept seems very um, agnostic. Well, we work good now for everyone, so we all do equally good now. That's not a concept for somebody who either thinks that Jesus, like heaven's later or nothing's later. Yeah, I'm going up to heaven. Heaven's you, sir, are going to burn in hell. Yeah, heaven's later. That means do good, but then you're not doing good for other people. You're doing good for yourself, so it's still selfish. Mm-hmm. Like Christianity, still, it still seems like it's selfish. I'm only being nice because I want a reward. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the whole problem. Yeah. You why don't read you, about Satan? Why don't you be nice because you're instinctually a good person? You ever read about and I'm not saying yeah. that some Christians aren't, but because the system that has been... It's the reward is there. The, the system that has been put into play... Even if in your heart you're like, nah, I want to go like do. Somebody using their rewards credit card to buy dinner, like I got dinner. Oh, that's real nice of you. I'm getting miles. Like you're just getting, you're getting spiritual miles. That that's was all beautiful. you're getting. You're not, you're not getting dinner because you want other people to not worry about the bill. You're getting because you're fucking. You're getting. You're gonna get a better seat in heaven. You're gonna get comfort coach, business class. Up to heaven. You gonna get we gonna get business class up to heaven. That's I I what if there I want to be a spiritual re- leader, but just for the mediocrity that is at the afterlife. Calcanane, you're a damn poet. Heaven is just business class. You don't got the miles. How many miles you got on your spiritual capital one? You ain't got enough miles. You got enough of 10 Best Buy gift certificates. 10 Best Buy gift certificates. You know what you can get with that? Uh, okay, TV. That's outdated from a, two years. So Fargo. Man, I, got, I, I reckon we got to see it. <laughs> Dave, shit on you if you don't think this is the second episode. Well, no. What this means is, seriously, that this means that we have to have a third episode. Fucking all right, then. We've never had a three-parter. We have we not? We have not. You've wanted, you want every episode to be a four-parter. But well, because we, I like to just get, I like to sink my teeth into it. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't is. like to sit there and fucking dick around and be like, oh, well, let's wrap it up now. Here's 17 minutes talking about the... Uh, is that what it is? Montango, the Montango uh, d- d- devil possum. It probably a thing. Don't look at me weird, man. That's probably the Montango. That's probably a real place. Cal McNulty and John Brown take note. Montango devil possum. But it's out, man. Man, you heard what tapped on the window? Wow. All right. <laughs> Are we doing try- no, let's, no, let's, no, listen up, Dave. All right. Y'all listen up. You know what I did today? I put barbecue sauce on a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> There's your recipe, you fucking dickheads. We took this seriously. We make so much money. <laughs> Why don't we? Uh, we're never gonna make it in the big leagues, man. There's so much. There's so much we do wrong. <laughs> we do it all. We do this all wrong. <laughs> I out of the I got so many hot sauces. I needed a sweet. I needed a sweet savory. Mm. Uh, anyway, Skinwalker Ranch. It's uh, 
in northeastern Utah. It was bought by Robert Bigelow. No relation to Deuce Bigelow. And it's uh, like like this cat. I mean, he's got a lot of ideas about uh, space travel that he funded after investing in real estate. You all right? You back in? You back around? I'm back. Why is it so funny? You had barbecue sauce on the egg? It's it's mine, I preach into the choir. Yeah, all right. Okay, all right. I didn't know. I thought you were just... I mean, I was about to take that personally. No. That, brilliant. All right, okay. I'm just... I was looking at stuff to drizzle on it. You were in a drizzling type of mood. Yes, I used uh, some sweet child Raymonds. Some what? Sweet baby rays. Oh. Sweet, sweet child Raymond. Yeah. See what I did with words? Yeah, I did see what you do. With wow, some... you laughed so hard at the one mm-hmm. thing, but not at all at the other. Well, you know. Oh, Dave, you fickle bitch. You gotta throw some shit on the wall for some of it to stick. All right, well, let's, right. I mean. All right. What did we talk about on last week's episode about Skinwalker Ranch? I literally don't think we've. If, if this. <laughs> If this is episode two, I mean, we have yet to even this, mention it. You know what? We're like, you know what this is? It's it's like those fucking bands everybody liked in 1994, where it was a challenge to listen to them. It was like, you know how you could bear like, you know, every Fugazi album had two good songs, uh, a lot of stuff you just listened to, or Tomahawk. Oh, okay, exactly. We're just like that. Mm-hmm. We make it real difficult. Like I like everybody involved, but this output is garbage. If you mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly yeah, yeah. I like Mike Patton, but this sucks. But if you meet one, if you meet one, if you see somebody wear a tomahawk shirt, you're like, that guy gets it. But also, ugh, I probably don't want to hang out with him. Exactly. Like you're gonna be into everything that's just hard to enjoy. Yeah. I just eat. <laughs> I like to eat old gumballs with ranch dressing. I was trying to think of the culinary equivalent of, uh, you know, tom- I guess tomahawk. <laughs> I dated a girl like that. She fucking cheated. On me too. Me. Oh, well, I guess she cheated on the guy she was dating with me, and mm-hmm. so there was no. Like I've seen her, and then she. She's like, oh, I got good news. Like, I was hanging out with her. She's like, I broke up with the guy upstairs. I'm like, that would be great news if I had any idea you were dating the guy that lived above you. Yeah. Like, surprising me with just, I broke up with the guy who lived upstairs. I'm like, well, we've been fucking each other for about four weeks. So, oh, cool. Thanks. What a a rad lady. Mm Mm-mm. And then I got a 12-step uh, email from her about four years ago. Really? It had been like like 10 years since I even heard from her. Uh-huh. And I got that, uh, or whatever step, to make another Seinfeld reference, that the only reason I know which step is the ninth step, where they apologize for the, to the people they've wronged. Yeah, when George tries to go get the uh, ice cream from old, uh, yeah, what's yeah. his face? I got that. I got a Facebook message from her, like, I'm a pub apologizing for what I did. Hmm. I was like, well, good for you. Hey, I'm glad your shit's going well enough. I'm glad you're getting it together. 
How'd that? How'd that start? Hmm, I don't know. How did we fall down that crevasse? It happens. Well, you were. Uh, well. Mm-hmm. Ska. Cat, cattle mutilation. Did you just say ska? Cat. Well, I was kind of a. An ex, uh, yeah. I was expiring. I guess we should wrap this up. No way, man. No? We're only 35 minutes into the second episode. Oh, I thought we were an hour and 35 minutes into the first episode. <laughs> no way, man. we got to milk this shit. You're going on the road, I'm going on the road. <laughs> Fucking two episodes, dude. Honestly, how many... Okay, listen. If you're listening, how many hour and a half episodes have you gotten? Cut us some slack if one's 45 minutes. That's true. Well, I got mad. <laughs> Cows on a rampage. Oh, but all right. That's my exact explanation of skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. It's this haunting thing that occurs in this area with a lot of indigenous people, uh. Native Americans. As we looked at the map inside, I have a, a large, uh, like junior high school pull down map of America, which I love, and, by and the way. I like a good map. I, I'm a big uh, t- topography fan. Me too. Cart- I cart uh, cartola, cartola- th- that as well. And I myself like geography. I like knowing where shit's at. Geography's the shapes. Yeah, I mean, I, I like what is it? I geography's just geography's the taint. No, topography's the terrain. Uh huh. Geography's where, and cartology is the actual map. The maps. I believe that. Yeah. Whether it's true, which leads back to our earlier argument, I don't know, but I believe it. Like Buster in Arrested Development was studying cartography. And somebody informed him, like, I think we've, uh, I think we figured out where everything's at. No, that is the map one. I said it wrong. Cartology mm-hmm. is unreal. Cartography. There's always a new way to map a place. That's true. You don't have to map what's. Re- I think that's the new art. It's a new way to play an instrument. Well, I think cartography. That- here's just where tacos are in Los Angeles. That is somebody that makes a. Map of that mm-hmm. is a cartographist. Well, I'm working on a uh, coffee table book called Where to Shit in L.A. So that would involve some cartography. I think that should be a coffee mug book. Something about coffee makes you shit. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a table. Yeah. You should sell mugs. That's ironic that I do have a table. Oh, this is your coffee table. This, this is my house. This is still one of my possessions. You're sitting on one of your van seats. <laughs> <laughs> like, so much of this, like, if somebody wanted to just document this but change the angle and make it sad, it would be easy. I don't care. I ain't no, sad. No, I'm not saying it. And it's not sad. But I'm saying if somebody wanted to get in here and finagle it. Mm-hmm. Same type of dipshit that wouldn't help me jump my van. Same fucking asshole. That's the kind of guy that He's already that. writing a story. That's who mm-hmm. was tapping on the windows in that first episode that yeah. happened last week mm-hmm. or 37 minutes ago. Man, I was about to make a good point. Well, that's... Well, hey, well, welcome to the show. <laughs> so seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I was about to make a good point. Is this episode two? Man. Then if it is, we need to jump into Skinwalker Ranch. Do we? Because it's been 40 minutes if this is episode two. Yeah, we haven't addressed it. Skinwalker Ranch.
That's what I was. No, I was addressing it. Uh huh. Well, yeah. That's an, I'm looking you at the, were. No, going back, looking at the map. We we both agreed looking at this is an mm-hmm. area where not a lot of earthenly light is being projected. Yes. So let's say the UFO angle. Mm hmm. How do we connect that to the Native American angle of seeing skinwalkers? Why is it all in the same place? I don't know. The Native Americans believe that certain areas are the Badlands. It's called the Badlands. And if you look at it, it's an ominous landscape. It's in South Dakota? South Dakota, yes. I mean, I want to say that with confidence because I looked it up as we were talking it's about it. It's on the western part of the state? Uh, outside of Sturgis if you're heading east, mm-hmm. which is when I saw it. Okay. It's basically like Utah and that. It's like any Wile E. Coyote cartoon, which also the inspiration for my infatuation with the desert. Mm-hmm. To see the actual things that Wile E. Coyote cartoons were painted after Arches National Park, to see that in real life, I'm like, it's, it's, yes. it's real. That wow that landscape... Was, Outside of the cartoons, we were hammered with it as a child. Like that's wait, but I never saw that shit. That, that's there's no way that's part of the world. Yeah, there's no way that's part. I mean, this cartoon's fun. I never left the state of Georgia till I was eighteen. Yeah, I don't know. Not a lot. Like the forests all look like forests, but like the desert. Yeah, that was totally foreign to me. That's a great point. My only point of reference for the Southwest United States was those cartoons because yeah. I, I had never been. And also another reason, like, look, it captivated artists. It captivates. It's a very, it's a very unique. Uh, the lower forty-eight is one of the most diverse geographic landscapes of the whole earth. As far as some, as far as one country you can drive through without a passport, mm-hmm. it's one of the most diverse landscapes you can experience. Now, if I'm regurgitating something I heard from a National Parks website, maybe that's the case. Maybe I just fell for some propaganda. But I don't think it is, though. Look at it this way. Dave, you're laughing very hard and you're keeping uh, it off mic. Keep it on the mic. I, I feel like I laugh too much on mic. Why do you laugh? If you're laughing because it's funny, that's, that's good for your body. I'm not trying to beat Pete Holmes over here. It's good for your body. No, but the difference is I'm laughing at you. Well, nobody's trying to beat Holmes. Mm-hmm. We don't think we're Jesus. That's true. I wasn't laughing at myself. That's all right. Like, hey, take I, that, Pete. I like Fucking Pete. asshole. I like Pete. We're both Pete's friends. Remember that time you friends. told him to shut up in Hawaii? Friends. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I can, nobody, nobody listen to this and be like, oh, Pete, you better fucking listen up. Yeah, he don't care. No, nah, he don't. He's, well. he's too busy yeah. crashing on somebody's couch. He's de- <laughs> Does that hurt that his whole HBO show is still better living than your actual life? That's real hardship there, buddy. Crashing takes on a different term when you live in a van. <laughs> it means you wrecked your house. <laughs> Fucking, I was thinking about a real thing. That's true. Why? What were you laughing at? I was laughing at... Uh... Reverse it. Reverse it and curse it, baby. Come on, it was something good. Oh, I was laughing at your regurgitating it from a National Parks website. That's okay. You can, in this lower 48s with no passport, you can drive from subtropic Caribbean regions in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
could drive up <laughs> Appalachian Mountains to Maine, which I don't know what that climate is. It's not New England, but <clears throat> it's not the name of the climate. But I think it's for it's not rainforest, or maybe it is. I don't know. Maine. What, what is that? What is that climate called? Well, it's definitely not rainforest. But you got the great. You have rainforest in uh, Northern California in the Northwest. Yeah, that's not Maine. In the same state in just California, you can see a desert. Yeah, you can see trop. Well, no, you can't see tropics. Florida's tropics, but you can see desert. You can see rainforest. What is San Diego? San Diego is still it's still considered desert. I yeah, because it's. The, the southwest. Desert. Yeah, you still get palm tree. You get desert plants. Yeah. The rocky. I mean, like you can see everything. And, and and the privilege of being a comic to drive across these things. Yeah. I mean, I know we, we, we joked a little bit about comics early on. Like, I don't think we did it on mic. But, like, if somebody's got 20 minutes, like, I'm going on tour. You know, like how that's like, what are you doing? You're not. Did we talk about that? I don't know. We that's an epidemic. Person. That's an epidemic, by the way. Of, And God bless them. I, I understand the impulse to want to get out there and mix it up. But, you know, uh-huh. if you get 12 minutes, you're not going on tour. But, outs- but outside the comic thing, uh-huh. like, okay, they're going to get more. They're going to get 20 more minutes just from the trip. You might get a new 45 minutes just from driving past stuff you wouldn't see if you weren't a comic mm-hmm. and leaving the state and also driving without a, a big time frame. Just traversing the country by car. Ground level, seeing everything. You know, by inform you as a person. It's going to form you as a comic. It's going to form you as a person. Mm-hmm. And then when you see, like, oh, Native Americans believe this land was haunted. And you drive through the Badlands and you're like, yes. If... if if you were just a civilization on foot entering that area versus the Great Plains where, oh, look, uh, just anything is fruitful. The soil is fruitful and grows. And this place is barren. It gives us nothing. What are we we're gonna blame? We're going to blame negative energy and bad spirits. And so anything wow. bad that happens in there, you'll be like, well, look around. Of course bad shit happened here. I think you just figured it out. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's beautiful when you're driving by in a car with air conditioning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, imagine being stranded. But then well, look at everything that, that gets blamed on the devil because it was uh, white people moving from east to west. That's the devil's past. Why? Well, 27 of our party died because we didn't pack enough food and we didn't know we need water, but it's the devil's pass because there's no water. Well, that's fucking because people are stupid, whether Native American, white people, whatever. Just because you didn't know what you needed and went forward and it went bad, now you get to blame it on the devil? No, fucking blame fucking Jeff's pass. Why? Because fucking Jeff didn't bring water. Well, that kind of goes back to what we're talking about with religion. Yeah. It's like it's an e- it's an easy catch-all. It's like, well, Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Or maybe we could just resolve the problem that we just faced yeah. here and not I, just throw a dumb cliche at it. Or that whole like like God won't give anybody more than they can't handle. More than they can't handle. Take some credit for yourself. Then how do you justify yeah. hom- homeless people? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, did he give them more than they can handle? Is that okay what they're the, doing? Well, we're in LA and there's a lot of homeless people, and I know that mental illness has a part of it. But I also think that there's a lot of people who are just like I'm. 
don't deal with a lot of societal bullshit. I deal with this microcosm society, and I realize I'm talking to my ass right now. But I'm not okay. By the way, that was a pro-homeless no, statement. and this is what I'm about to say, and, and, and that's connected to some of my belief I, no, systems. This, I, I, I didn't want to Human beings with living that way, but you don't—you've eliminated a large percentage of complications. By staying in the van, your needs and wants are much lower than like. Are everybody's needs and wants really, truly the level like of needs and wants, or is it just because well, next door they have that? Is this just a keeping up with the Joneses type thing? Because you seem fine. Well, it goes back to what you were saying I about... I think you're a fine person, and you're doing fine, and also you don't have to fucking deal with a lot of bullshit the rest of us have to do. Well, that's kind of my logic. You were talking about doing exactly what you want to do. I could go work a job. I could go work 40 hours a week in a warehouse right now and not live in a van. I could have an apartment, and that's fine. I, I'm a totally aware that I could do that. But I, I, I want to spend my time right now, in this moment, on this earth... Mm-hmm. Working on comedy, traveling and performing comedy, doing podcasts. I I want to – and I, I don't want to spend 40 hours a week working in a warehouse. So if that means not having a modest apartment and instead living in a van, if, if living in a van means I can devote all of my time yeah. to my comedy. Pure living. Pure then, living. Then that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. And nobody's a victim of your lifestyle. Exactly. I'm not hurting You're anybody. You're not forsaking a wife or kids or anybody else. And that's also why I'm so stubborn as far as, like, I don't crash on people's couches. I don't couch surf. I don't... Nope. You don't flush you, a bunch of rice down somebody's garbage disposal. I've done that. <laughs> but no, I get people I, all the time. You know, hey, dude, just crash on my couch. No, I appreciate the gesture, but this was my choice. And I'm not going to burden you. I'm not going to. I'm not well, going to alter your routine based on the thing that I want to do. I think that's what some listeners don't realize is that this isn't a hardship that drove you to. This. No, this is a self-induced hardship. This is a streamlining. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Which will, would seem odd in a in a place where like you're not living in a city based on dreams. Mm-hmm. But here it's like, man, there's like way more moments of my own day where I'm like, man, if I'm just going to be on the road all the time anyway, which I I don't want to be. But if I was like, what if I just fucking quit it and just got a a sweet, sweet whip, sweet livable whip? I'm already trying to outfit the Jeep to get the fuck out as much as I can. But that's pure recreation. I'm just looking up a bed somewhere. Mm hmm. But I've been saying you have like the little camper vans and shit. Uh, I'm just saying I agree, and I think people might take my my busting your balls about it. Fuck like that. I'm like I'm like I'm punching down. No, you're not. You're doing you're doing the thing you were doing before. You had the spot, but you weren't uh, into it. That's the only. <laughs> That may be the only sad part about it, is that I was in a van, I found my way out of it, and yet now I'm back. But hey, you know what? That's show business. You know? I was I had my I got out of the van because I had a nice lucrative temporary showbiz thing and it didn't pan out, so guess what? I'm back in the van. 
Big fucking deal. I got irons I in the fire right now. It's nicer than the apartment. <laughs> I get <laughs> like, uh, you know what? It was doing real well for a while. I liked my spot. That was Remember a, that when was you, how you thought, oh, these guys just always hang out in that parking lot over there, and it was just a homeless camp. <laughs> I lived. Can't believe these guys right just next door hang out there all the time. Like, no, they live. They live in that park. Yeah, I thought they were just. Uh, just townies that were just hanging no, out. it was a group of people that had a different list of priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if this loops back. Like, all right, there'll be a part three to Skinwalker. Or a part two, Dave. I mean, if you want to listen to this marathon session and see if it makes sense, I think it's a great... I, I, the way it went from the drunk, rowdy first half into this introspective, stone second half... <laughs> I think that's what people want to see. That's why Star Wars is popular, because they're fucking moody bitches that are like, this one's about my dad, this one's about my mom, this one's about me finding myself. <laughs> that's from a guy who hasn't watched Star Wars. Anyway. You've never watched any Star Wars? No, I saw the first, uh, with the first ones that came out in order of... Like... The years I've been alive. You, yeah, me too. I saw the original three. They th- You can't fucking change the order. No, this is the first one. Motherfucker, the first one was 1976. Because that's how time works. Yeah. Your time, you want me to change... You want me to look at a different calendar to watch your movies? I don't give a shit. Honestly, I'm sure the Star Wars films are great. But they're not going to be... Listen, the way I got into movies was Fast and Furious. Have you Fast seen the new one, by the no, way? No, I'm waiting because Sam J... We got a date to go see it. Nice. And so we both promised each other we wouldn't see it beforehand. It just came out a couple days ago. I'm kind of going nuts because I've been reading about it. and it's, I'm getting fucking pissed. Because there was a big L.A. comedian opening night group session thing the other night and I was wondering was if you were, there? You were gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brandy Posey orchestrated Nobody that. Nobody even told me about yeah. it. Yeah. I got invited, but I just could not give a shit. I just don't care. It's a big fun movie. I'm sure it is. That's that's too busy doing stuff. What were you doing, Dave? It's probably recording a new episode of Gravy Boat. I've been Oh s- good plug I've been so productive Wait a lately. That plug! I've been so productive lately. Which by the way, I don't know I know we don't talk about it a lot on this podcast, but uh, I'm on hiatus right now from from Gravy Boat. Really? Yeah, I did ten episodes, and uh, now I got new projects and new endeavors, and this tour, and I, I got to take a quick break. I love it, but I got to take a quick break. So uh, yeah. All right. Well, but I got my new thing that I'm working on that we'll talk about later. Don't let your ears cry too much. But yeah. Dave's giving up the gravy. But no, no, not giving it up. Meanwhile, I, I'd I'm like coming to take back. A break from this fucking podcast. He won't give me a goddamn rest. <clears throat> I'm coming back. I'm coming back with season two. <sighs> All right. This is this is part two, Dave. Is it? Yeah. Well, then the. Then guess what? We gotta have part three. You it's gonna be our first three part. Retrospective recipe and comic of the week to part one. Mm-hmm. But let's end part two with a tip of the hat. Okay. What do you mean by that? Like I have to uh, comic of the week. Oh, okay. Comic of the week for uh, episode two. Okay. I let's mean... yeah. Let's do. Uh, let's throw a lady in there. 
don't know what that meant. That face. No. That face. I felt like... Made it look like you had a wood chipper going. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> I don't. I just don't know why I said that. I recommended it earlier. Yeah, I think I want to say Emily Heller. I think Emily Heller would be uh, our comic of the week. The face was. I feel like we we. Tr- That's the thing with like. I can't say we try to spread it around and have minorities We're two and females. Bearded white dudes, but you should each other the same thing to our face. Exactly. So if we can throw a heads up to somebody outside of our paradigm, why shouldn't we? My point is though that we shouldn't have to try. Like you should no, just we're be, not trying. No, no, we're not we're, trying. And Emily Heller, we're cognizant of we want to make sure that non-bearded white dudes get their spotlight. Yeah, we know we know enough of what we're about. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, this week it, it, Emily Heller is it, it, well. She's at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, one of my favorite festivals. Oh, is she do. down there right now? Yeah, you've done that a couple of I've times. Done a couple of times. It's a blast down there. I give them, give them my my email. Okay, hey Melbourne, <laughs> Dave, Dave's, Dave's, you are basically. I love Florida. You're you are American Crocodile Dundee. You realize that? <laughs> You're Alligator Dave. Uh. Alligator Dave Stone is like if you watch I did which I did. I watched Crocodile Dundee, Dundee the other day. If you just fucking hung out yelling at people while holding jumper cables, like, oh, that is the most American thing we can see in Australia. Uh. I'm I'm putting that out there. That's not a biscuit. This is a biscuit. You would fucking blow people's minds if you made food down there. <laughs> Everything he did to just survive and eat bats and shit, mm-hmm. but you, like you would couldn't like you'd be like, oh no, this is a American bat. But anyway, anyway, Emily Heller's down there, and I read an article where like, oh, how would you make jokes? How do you? What's comedy like in the time of Trump? Which is the most limp dick thumb into a your fucking crank into a story journalistic thing, but comedy. Oh, are you gonna be okay, comedians? How did you ever get by before? I bet y'all world? love this. What was the world like? How was comedy when everything was wonderful for you? Oh, aren't you just so happy that I can keep going with that voice? That's pretty good. Um, but she was. She's like, no, I don't. The, the jokes are dumb. Like like John Oliver's. Like somebody's doing the best jokes about Trump. So leave him alone. Yeah. Like if you're at a live comedy show, don't fucking touch it. That's unless, why I don't do political jokes. Well, exactly. Unless you want to be. Unless you're walking into a, like a known room full of Trump supporters for some reason, and you want to just go backwards and bomb horribly by doing anti-Trump shit, that would be awesome. Just because I like the contradictory, like, well, here's the easy laugh. Do the opposite of it. And the same goes for fucking stumbling into a the most liberal Hillary, like, the laziest fucking comedy are liberal comics doing anti-Trump jokes in front of liberal audiences. Yeah. Like, as much as I agree with the sentiment and want to be on that same side... You're a comic, and you are taking the easiest fucking road. Yeah. You are taking the golden brick fucking skip-along road. You can do that off stage, but don't don't try to do that shit on stage. Oh, Trump's bad. Ah, we love it. 
like you're not getting laughs. You're getting applause, and that's not the same thing. <laughs> well, you throw a jab in here or there. Don't get me started on the list of comics who. No, there's a giant who, list of comics who place humor <laughs> below their image Be, or, and their yeah, agenda before getting support. Yeah. Oh, but we agree. That's not yeah. comedy. Agreeing with somebody, not comedy. Mm-hmm. And also, You're... disagreeing with somebody but still being able to laugh at a joke, that's a pretty good place to be. Mm-hmm. That means you're a superior human. Oh, this isn't what I... But if a Trump supporter went to a unnamed, but we can look at each other and know, comic show, would the jokes be good enough to make the Trump supporter laugh? No, they wouldn't. And that's fucking dog shit. And fuck, that's that's the giant fucking gaping weakness in comedy today is people thinking they can just parade around in front of their side of things. Anyway, Emily Heller. Emily Heller, she got uh, she put an album out a couple of years ago. And her, uh, yeah. And her, uh, called Good For Her. And her article was like, where she's like, well, I see a bunch, I see a room full of Trump support. This goes against everything I said, but the fact that she said it in a interview is like, nah, I'm, uh, I'm on side with it. And I see a bunch, a room full of Trump supporters. Like, I don't care if they like me. Man, I almost just. But she, but the reason I support her, uh-huh. because she still writes fucking jokes. Yeah, she didn't just go up there and be like, this guy's bad, and then underhand some bad bits. She writes great fucking jokes mm-hmm. about it. Which is like, even if you're supporting Trump, you got to recognize it's a good joke. Absolutely. Check out our album, Good For Her, which I almost just coincidentally, just organically said, playing off of your statement of her. She gets it. She's one step ahead of you. Yeah, good for her. Comic of the Week, Emily Heller. Um, i got a recipe locked and loaded if you want it, or we can say it. Is it better than barbecue sauce on a hard-boiled egg? I don't think so. I, I thought that would be a great moment you want to just it? go you out. Edit it. No, you want to go back? Whatever you want. What's the recipe? What do you want? Is it good or are you just fucking... We'll, we'll do it. I'll tease you, it. Are you just thumbing your dick into this third episode? Oh, next episode. Next episode, you, I get it. Are you telling me to cut? <clears throat> no, I'm just saying I'm going to save this recipe for next week because it's so good. And it's, it's summertime fun. <laughs> Why you lean so hard? What is it? What is it? you want to say? The Boogie Monster.
Bye.